Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, Lord of mercy. All night, Sunday, Sunday. Welcome to episode two of Kitnerd Corner, our difficult second album. We've had a week to think about things, to consider our futures, to review our career options. So far, no one has put in a transfer request yet. So I'm hoping we've got a settled squad here. Let's meet them. Welcome back to Richard Wyatt, a man with strong opinions about tea. Rich, how's your tea this morning? Uh, it was from Yorkshire and therefore delicious. Course. Uh, we'll always have space in our squad for Kristen Knowles. Kristen, I saw you went for a lovely walk this morning. I did indeed. It was lovely. Many trees. Perfect. Uh, and hello, of course, to Mark Hinckley, the grafting defensive mid of the podcast, who does all the underappreciated background work. Mark, you're going to a game today. How hot will it be at the Forge Valor game? And what um, are you going to wear to beat the heat? Um, it's going to be. Uh, Officially, too fucking, uh, as in too fucking hot. And I will be uh, sunscreened, uh, tilly-hatted, and quietly praying for clouds. So, yeah. Perfect. I love that we're going to, that one of us is going to actually see some soccer today. <laughs> um, today, we're going to go through uh, a fun thing for all kit collectors out there. We're going to go into our holy grails our grail kits, the white whales that have eluded us in our kit collecting. Uh, these aren't the common shirts that you can buy at any old website. And you can't have eight or 10 of them. I saw that discussion going around Twitter a while ago. Um, you know, one or two, three shirts that, that you just dream about that you have to own, but are really hard to get for some reason or another. We're gonna start uh, with Mark, lead us off. Let us know what, what you're dreaming of, friend. Thank you, Brenton. Uh, the Grail kit is uh, Manchester United 1991 away. Um, it was the Man United kit that they were wearing the first time I saw them on TV, and it kind of rocked my fragile, sporting little mind that a red team could have a blue away shirt. And that was before I knew better, you know, my North American sporting sensibilities. And it was bizarre pattern-wise, but while it screams 90 design, it also has seemingly had a wonderful timelessness to it. If Adidas wants to break it out in 30 more years, it'll probably be viewed upon favorably. Within it, you just see a bunch of M's kind of fading in and it's just this diagonal pattern. If you sharp is on the front and red, red tr Adidas trim, it's just, it's just nostalgia perfection design. Like it's just the collision of it all. And basically it's where I kind of started my love of this stuff. Are they M's? I I've gone yeah. through I've gone through life thinking they were some sort of like uh, yeah. kind of like an adaptive trefoil sort of an idea. Thankfully, because because that shirt weirdly has been like one of those shirts that graphic designers and sport designers have kind of looked at and go, why is this special? There are M's in there. And and the, like I've read a I've read a few long form articles just on this shirt and it blew it blew my mind all over again. Like now it's not just this pattern that's on this weird diagonal that kind of yeah. almost looks like rippling waves. It's M for Manchester. So okay. I've just, yeah, it's just so, and, and like graphic, graphic design is part of my, part of my professional background. So seeing me love this as a kid still being relevant today and 
kind of pointed to as a keystone of shirt design. It's just like, it's just one of those, it's like when you stumble upon a great album and then you've all on your own and you find out that it is widely res- respected as one of the greatest albums of that time. It's kind of like this. And I'm not saying this because I'm a Man United supporter amongst others, but like, it's just, holy shit. Like, yeah, that's, 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 that's the same one I love too. So. I'll, I'll jump in uh, with, and, and, and building on that, like as an Arsenal fan, hated Man U forever. Uh, it's a beautiful shirt. Um, yeah. The, like the detailing is the, the collar, the thick white collar with the blue, uh, blue and red piping. Uh, the full Adidas um, shoulder stripes down to the end of the end of the sleeve. I love that thin little pin stripe between the arms and the body is wonderful. And to have the full pattern across the full body and sleeves. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just wonderful. Um, and I would, I mean, not my shirt, but damn, that's a beautiful shirt. Oh yeah. It's again, I, what everyone else has said it's 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 lovely um and because it's unusual because it's an unusual color because of the pattern just the whole thing it is one of those kits where you're just like damn why doesn't my club do that like i i i, I begrudge no united fan for wanting that nor owning it like that's something i'd be like good on you well done sir for me. Uh, yeah i'll just jump back in from my question and uh partially what I like the most about it is that with the white and the blue, the way it meshes together in a way, it has hints of sky blue in it, which is sort of like a tremendous fuck you to the other club across town. Which is right. But when you zoom in, <laughs> if you zoom in on the pattern, that blue is actually quite dark. Yo, no, it's, it's dark. And it, and, but it, it's but dark and right, it fades though, the, up. The, yeah. And it's, it's, it, that's, it's a wonderful optical illusion. Um, and I agree with you. Like I, that, that did not get lost on me at all. But I think they kind of salvage it with the um, with the dark blue striping and trim on the collar, as well as the shoulder. It's like, oh, this was like you know from a distance, it's playing with your eyes. But if you get up close, like, okay, I totally see what they meant to do, and whether or not that was intended to be a big uh, to the to the guys across the city. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's a delight. Have images of Mal Donaghy limping around the center of midfield, looking at that shirt. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Mark, may may that shirt find its way into your uh, into your collection sometime soon, my good man. Bless you, good sir. Uh, Kristen, you're up next. Weave us a tale about your Grail shirt. Well, I own a Grail, one of my Grail shirts. I'm- Thank you to uh, another podcast member for finding it for me, um, Rich. And it is a Spurs kit, but this one is uh, just beautiful. So this is the 1986 Spurs Away Hummel kit. And it's just so lovely. And, and sort of talking about kind of unusual colors, not the Spurs don't do blue kits. So this one is oh, so pretty. Um, it is a diagonally striped kit in navy blue and royal blue with light blue and white pinstriping in between the thicker stripes. And then the collar and the cuffs are white and blue bands. And even the whole, even the Holston sponsor doesn't look 
horrible. It's still too big, but it always was too big. But it works with this kit. And I'm not a I'm not a sash person. I'm not like Brenton. I know you love a sash. Mark, you love your hoops. Um, I don't mind really well done stripes. And this is really well done. And while Spurs is still known for like their white kits or like my, you know, the grail kit that uh, Rich grabbed for me, which was the the purple uh, pony striped kit. Oh, so pretty. Um, when they do color like this, um, that is a little bit unusual for them. They just, they, I find they tend to knock it out of the park. And this one is just so, so lovely. Now, my only thing, Brenton, as you were doing the intro to the section is that I, I can, I, now I can buy this kit. I can, I can buy this kit today. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that almost 40 years later, they don't suddenly have a warehouse full of these kits. So they've done a replica run of these. I would buy the replica because the replica looks that good. They've done such a good job. However, if anybody has a line on a real one, you please let me know because it's just so pretty. I, I, and, and, and very, very important, especially for this podcast is that the stripes continue on the back. This is a full body bit of gorgeousness. They didn't just do the front and then have a solid whatever back. No, no, no. It's the whole thing. The sleeves are solid, but that's fine because you want a little something to break it up. But it is, it's one of my very favorite kits. It always has been. Um, once, even before I got into Spurs, I remember probably, I wasn't watching much. Well, I was, didn't watch much Premier League in Canada back then, if any. But one of the first times I just saw this in a, you know, either not on somebody, but like probably on a blog or somebody talking about iconic kits. And, and it also is iconic for the year for them. Like that was one of their better years. And again, it's Spurs. They never win anything, but, you know, their run-ups in the FA Cup, they finished third in the old first division. Um, Clive Allen was player of the year. Uh, like there's, there's like it, lots of really good things happened in 86 for Spurs. And this kit just symbolizes all of that. Uh, I'm just going to jump in here. Uh, yeah, no, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic kit. And uh, God bless the eighties and nineties with their right? non-requirement of not caring about numbers showing up on television because exactly. no one cares about the numbers showing up on television. We want the kit to look the same on the back as it does the front. And then just add a number and then add the number in a color that stands out and it works. I mean, and Spurs, Spurs have a great history sort of of being a club that wears a white kit primarily and having a navy secondary color. There's a lot of play that you have to do certain kits. Also, Kristen, you said Spurs don't win trophies, but congratulations on winning the Walter Tull Memorial Cup this morning. Wow. Is, that what, is, that, is that what we won when we beat Rangers? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, it is. That is what you won when you beat Rangers. But really, just beating Rangers is winning enough, really. We don't need a trophy oh, for that. Well, no, well, I mean, you know, I everyone mean, should get a trophy for beating Sevco. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the team's been around for, what, nine years, eight years, whatever it is? I mean, that's... I mean, they've had a tremendous rise in their eight years, but they're yeah, doing no, great fall. Mercurial. 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 There we go. Mercurial. Let's all say it. Mercurial. 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 Um, this, 
Let, so this uh, this is a nice shirt. I don't love it, uh, but I like it a lot. I love the white, uh, the white highlights all over it. I love the cuffs, the white on the cuffs and the collar, uh, the Hummel, the, the the Spurs badge, and the sponsor. I love that they didn't complicate it with that. Um, and I like that. I like that light blue uh, piping oh it makes it blues. i hadn't noticed that mm -hmm. at first yeah um, oh no the, the light yeah, blue is very really, important it's really, it's really, but, yeah it's a it's a it's a nice shirt Kristen. well done the i uh, know my stuff <laughs> i got good taste i just i just feel like this is just another example of how good and weirdly time timely uh, uh or timeless uh hummel tends to be like this is this still this looks like something from 30 plus years ago yeah still looks great still looks great yeah it could and it could like it could if they if someone released that today you'd you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an oh, eye I'm, that looks uh, cool. I'd, I'd be all over this please somebody release I'm, this today i beg you i'm gonna jump in very quickly because i have seen a kit similar to this release today uh it was i can't remember it's within the last two seasons it was a, it was an argentinian team who had basically the exact same pattern there you go. Gomez? Kristen, you've got a new Gomez? Argentine team. I'm going to have to do some research. Or, Rich, if yeah. you recall, please do uh, let me know. I will, I, will, I will do some deep beavering after the record and uh, send you the link. <laughs> um, that's fine. Um, next, we're going to uh, shift over to Rich. Rich, tell us the shirt you've been dreaming of. All right, uh, Mark, in, in post, I'm going to need you to put in some New Order World in Motion just in the background as I talk about the kit that I'm about to, and I'm about to lead into here. Uh, it is uh, a classic. See what I can do. Uh, Sheffield United's 1989 to 1991 away kit. Well, some of the, on the, pitch. the gold standard of away kits in chartreuse as a color or highlighter yellow if you don't speak French or aren't pretentious. Uh, it is the, the, the first shirt that I was bought as a child that I have memory of. So I have owned this kit. I've actually owned this kit three times. Uh, I owned it as a child in, in wee sizes and then I took over the ownership of my father's and then one of my uncles as I, as I grew. But because the kit, the, the patch, uh, the, the blades crest on it was a flocked design, as it went through the wash, it would eventually just fall off. So I wore it until there was nothing. And when I say nothing, in the 80s and early 90s, you didn't always get, the sponsors were player-specific kits. When you bought a kit, there was no sponsor on it, by and large. So it was just the plain highlighter yellow shirt with the black and red sleeve accents and the collar with the delightful buttons on the collar to keep it down or you could unbutton it and make a nice little popping sound and you could hold it up like you were front where like you were Eric Cantona uh, <laughs> sorry that's no problem Kristen and so yeah so I wore those I wore all three of those kits to the point where it was just a highlighter yellow shirt with an excellent sort of like audio wavy pattern running across the whole kit. Uh, it's a kit that I have tried to buy again within the last two years. Uh, Chevy's United actually released it last year as a, uh, 
as a club uh, retro edition kit without the Umbro branding, because at the time we were sponsored, our kit manufacturer was Adidas. And uh, I went looking for it. The problem was it was only available at the club store in Meadow Hall, or if you're from Sheffield, Meadow Hell, because it's absolute hell. Um, I'm going to jump in first. I, I, Rich, I appreciate that you love this kit very much. <laughs> <laughs> the gold standard of a way, I, like, I, come on, Rich. No, just kidding. Um, you know what? I do like that it is a very unusual um, color combination. And uh, I understood both chartreuse and highlighter yellow. But um, uh, I think I love the collar, obviously. You know me, a collar. Um, and I do love the, the sublimation design uh, on it as well. And uh, I, can see, I can see Wee Rich wearing the shit out of this uh, as a young lad. And uh, trying to and nicking it from his from his dad and so on. So, no, I can see why you like it. I um, wouldn't wear it, but I can see why you. It is it is it is of all time the most popular and best selling Sheffield United kit. That is fascinating. From numbers, yeah. Uh, we actually brought we brought one out when uh, Lecoq Sportif were uh, our kit manufacturer right. in the mid in the mid oddies, and that that also did very well. Yeah, so it's, intriguing. It's, it's so because you, you, it was you, such a marked departure, right? Exactly. Sort of like pre- it's the it's the standout ones, yeah. And it and it predated sort of clubs going to lurid sort of colors for away and third kits in a way. It was pre Jorge Campos designing his own goalkeeper tops with absolutely absurd colors. You know, I was going to say I was surprised that you were like so into such a lurid, as you said, kit. But then I am reminded that you and I are both wearing our um, Icarus Chernobyl kits today, and uh, they are not quiet. So um. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm big. I'm, I'm big into a loud away kit. As I, they should be. As they should be. This is. I mean, this is allowed. This, this is like a, you know predates or pre you know presupposes that that the. the the man cities in Barcelona is doing like the wacky colors just to do wacky colors of like uh, you know, 10 years ago, seven years ago. <clears throat> I love that this, I love that they did this. Um, I, I can imagine the uh, someone trying to convince someone at the team at the club to, to do this. And a lot of, a lot of uh, skeptical faces around the, around the table wondering if this is a, a, a good idea. Um, I love the badge. Um, I, I just lo- I love that old badge. Uh, I don't know don't know that I'm familiar with it. Um, I really wish we stuck with that and didn't add the circle around because yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah just the just white three. rose with the two blades and then just, just yeah lovely. Sheffield yeah. United over top. It's yeah mwah. really lovely. Um, I love the uh, the jagged the umbro. That's so classic umbro uh, jagged across uh, sublimated pattern. And it's kind of bizarre that the red and is that a dark green or is it a black uh, on the collar and cuff? Uh, black. Uh, it I love it works oddly with the with the bright yellow color of the shirt. Um, and then again with a, a matched sponsor uh, color. So um, yeah, I I honestly a bit, a bit of a bizarre choice here, but I love it. I I just <clears throat> trying to remember um, clubs back in around that time um, having a fluorescent 
color as as an away kit like every once in a while you'd see it like as that emergency breakout third kit where you know the cup stars aligned and we clash with everything so here's this emergency yellow garish thing that's just meant to be utilitarian nothing more this is deliberate um and it's i don't know if it's the first but it's it feels like it was the first like real no we're gonna go with this crazy ass color and they went with it and i could see like in 89 this would have been uh what are you doing but as we've determined time and taste aren't necessarily you know hand in hand because now that looks phenomenal like if a a club i the club i supported came out with this i would i would be very much okay with all of it so um uh, excellent choice also rich um let's make the fourth time a charm can we instead of having it three times and not keeping it let's get it fourth but hold it this time and never let it go Oh, a lovely sentiment, Mark. Uh, I absolutely concur. Um, and next up uh, is mine, my grail here. Um, this uh, is sorry, I have uh, to get that out right off the top. This is a beautiful um, blue and gold Umbro Vancouver eighty sixers shirt from nineteen ninety one. It is has a nice little uh it's the same color actually right the 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 uh the button at the top of the color the nice the nice wide gold collar with some but it doesn't button down on the ends of the collar oh it doesn't have yet yeah but, uh, and gold piping everywhere uh, around the at the top of the shoulder around uh, around the arm and then on the cuff um and it's got the the umbro uh v sublimated pattern in the blue um uh, the, the the umbro the umbro logo in gold and it's got a lovely um, the one I'm looking at anyway and the one I really want uh, has a, a Safeway uh, a lovely Safeway name and logo right dead center in the chest um, and then true to form for the league the uh, the league back in the day it's got a Pepsi logo also a small one underneath that um, and then. I just love the old uh, 86ers logo, which is very reminiscent of the, the BC flag. Um, and this was the one I'm looking at. Uh, so I don't have a ton of personal relationship with the, the shirt. Um, never saw them play. This was the, you know, going into um, before, before I ever saw soccer, uh, never went over to Vancouver as a kid more soccer. Uh, but the one I'm looking at, that I really want. It's a match-worn shirt from uh, uh, a friendly that Vancouver played with Benfica in 1991. And it was worn and it's numbered uh, by Jamie Lowry, who was on the Canadian national team, um, uh, stalwart fellow on the national team. And I first met him. He was a coach at uh, a soccer camp that I attended as a wee little eight or nine year old. I think I was nine at the time. And uh, this this really friendly blonde guy with a mustache was my coach. Um, and I figured out who it was later, many years later, I figured out who it was. And so I have this real draw to this. I mean, it's a beautiful shirt across the board, um, but, but I saw this one uh, in, in someone's collection, match worn, 
by Jamie Lowry and just really dream of owning it. It's a oof. On the one hand, I, I, I get where you're coming from. On the other hand, I see this shirt and I think, fuck, I hate the 86ers. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm, I'm from Hamilton. I went to any Hamilton Steelers games. Oh. And the Hamilton Steelers were, without question, the second greatest team in the history of the Canadian Soccer League because they kept losing to the Vancouver 86ers in every fucking final. Yeah, every year. Include, including a semifinal because they went to a single table because there weren't enough teams out west where we lost them in the semifinal. They lost at Vancouver so bad once in a final at Swangard out in Burnaby that while they were showing the replay of the third goal, they had scored a fourth. And at this point, I realized this was not going to go Hamilton's way <laughs> ever. So, And they the were other- so talented. That team was so talented. My God, so good. Yeah. Everything. And no That's- matter how Hamilton was- tried to load up their team, they couldn't was- do a thing. We was had that- Paul Dolan was that the Mobilio era? Went back and got better. It, you know this so this was 1991 was their uh fourth consecutive title in the canadian soccer league fourth Something like that. I can't that. Yeah. third or fourth um and with the amazing dominic mobilio uh scoring bags of goals yeah. like this, this guy scored goals just at will yep you know one every, of the score, every goal every goals causing Vic Router to have an orgasm on commentary. <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, it was a magic time in, in, uh, in BC soccer, really. Uh, and, and it really is a beautiful kit. Like they had, they had the yellow, the yellow away one and there was the blue home one. And yeah, it was just a very like simple stock Umbro stuff, but all the Umbro stuff of the nineties, early nineties. All the Umbro stuff, period. I really like them. Like, if your local high, my high school had Umbro and it looked like this is too what? good for our shitty team. Why do we have this? Every, cause every Umbro kit was, was at least one level of production higher than everyone else. For sure. So like everyone in the Canadian soccer league, which who had Umbro cause they were a league sponsor. They all look great. Even the most mundane kits looked phenomenal. So um, yeah, this is, this is real, like this is really a sweet spot as far as like Umbro Canadian soccer success. Like this, this is that Venn diagram of a of a moment, and that's an like, excellent shirt, dude. So, I I I think this is a lovely kit. I I do. I love the color combination. You know, I love the collar because Brenton, we are simpatico when it comes to collars. Um, it's just the I'm. It's just the fucking combination of the Safeway and the Pepsi sponsors, right? I just, it's and I know sponsors ruin everything. Sponsors ruin everything. And all I, all I want, like there are some kids, again, I can, I can, you get away. The sponsors sort of blend. Like I said, on the one that I said, you know, the sponsor at least kind of fits. Um, all I can picture in my head is how incredible this kit would be without the sponsors or maybe with just one of them. The, the combination of the two, it, it, you know, it starts to feel a little NASCAR to me. And but um, so small. I have issues. Well, and 
but th- they're small, but they're obnoxious because they're right there. Like, hello. What you should always should note is that this was all like hand done, right? Like this was not, this wasn't mass produced. Well, now I'm picturing a sweatshop with some like, you know, little old lady hand stitching fucking Pepsi sponsors to kids. I'm sure it was a you know North Burnaby East Vancouver old Italian ladies. Oh my God, you're right. It probably was. Holy shit, I wasn't even thinking of that. Absolutely, um, that's what it was. And like the I so uh, I own the gold one, the gold uh, opposite of this. And um, you look at the badge, and it's just like someone glued or stitched it on by hand from like they ordered a thousand eighty sixers badges, and then just like. Yeah, put this one on, Jim. We'll sell this to the fans, right? Like it's just it's, it's, it's <laughs> such an elaborate, intricate badge, too. Like for the yeah. never mind, never mind CSL for almost all yeah. of soccer. There, like that badge is both it, it's gorgeous, it's weirdly hideous, and it is super busy. Oh, yeah, the, the eight and six will forever bother me. Just I, the font that they chose. It's like somebody. Somebody drew it in Microsoft Paint, and but it's yeah. balanced, and they went with it. But anyway, I, yeah, yeah. but the, I'm, just the intricacy of it is just—it's always going to mixed emotions of hatred and admiration. So, <laughs> on the badge, uh, I'm just curious uh, because the badge heavily features red, and yet there's no red on either the home and/or away kit, considering the level of red on the badge and i'm assuming part of that badge is part of the crest of like the city of vancouver coat of arms in a way no it's flag of bc which is in the bottom half of the uh i think um but it's i don't know i don't have a clue about that to be honest okay uh all right well as it comes to the as it comes to the kit uh I mean, I'm slightly disappointed, uh, Brenton, that uh, as as a as a lad from the island, uh, you you chose to uh, you chose to go to the mainland for your uh, CSL CPSL support and uh, didn't throw your hat behind the Victoria Vistas and their uh, their great teal and purple sort of colors that they used at the time. Just or they also had a, a lovely white, uh, white and teal shirt as well. Yeah, so much better color combinations. Uh, unlike Kristen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly okay with the Safeway and Pepsi sponsorship, if only because it's tied in together. In that Safeway is a supermarket, and supermarkets sell Pepsi, so it's sort of a two for one deal that they got. Uh, I, I can see why it's your Grail kit. Uh, if only because you shared the information of that you own the home kit, so you want the two for to complete the kit. But it's just a, it's a stock Umbro design from the '90s, so it's it's good. It's 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 always going to be good, even just as a stock Umbro design from the '90s, because as we've previously established, the '90s is the peak of football fashion. Well established on this uh, long-running podcast about 90s soccer. Uh, well, thank you all. Thank you for those generous words, Rich. Um, <laughs> um, may, may we all find our grails uh, sometime soon. Wonderful times. Uh, and I'd love to explore those a bit more, other ones, because um, 
you know, we can't, maybe we can't have one. Maybe we can have a couple others as well. Oh, oh, I've I've got a few. I'm sure we can't have, can't have many. Can't have many. We'll cut you off if you try to say you've got more than a couple. Uh, um, what, what's a cup? What what's your what's your limit? What's your hard limit, Brenton? Three, four, three, maybe four. Uh, seven. No, you're cut. You're cut from the podcast. <laughs> Seven. Um, we're going to move Seven. on. Um, and next up, uh, next segment, we're going to take uh, a look at uh, a few shirts that have come across our, uh, our desks lately, some recent releases. And uh, Kristen, you've got a... Um, You've got a fun one to, mm. uh, to talk about. Oh, do I ever. So excited. All right. So, and this is, this is, this is a, consider this an annual kit rant um, because I'm not going to talk about this kit fondly in any way, shape, or form. Um, actually, is, is, it, is it even, it's not even a proper kit. It's a warm-up top, but it's still abhorrent. So, Toronto FC, which is my, my local side because... Peterborough is in Peterborough and um, we won't talk about the other teams, Mark. And, um, but uh, because Toronto FC play in major league soccer, which is an American soccer league, um, they are bound, I guess, probably contractually to go along with some very American things. uh, One of which is, Armed Services Night, Military Appreciation Night. And this is a longer rant, so I'm just going to talk about the kit instead. So this is this year's iteration of the camo top. And as the years have gone on with this promotion, uh, they've gone from just having like camo numbers or like just nods to this. But the last few years, they've gone all in and they're doing full on camo shirts now. And um, this one, you know, if we play, if it was for a winter sport, sure. This is winter camo for one thing, uh, whites and grays and, you know, people are like, oh, you can't even tell it's camo. Yes, you can. Of course you can. It's winter camo. That's exactly what this is. And I don't know if that's why Toronto got it because it's Canada. And of course it's cold up here as she looks around at the 37 degree temperatures. Um, but you know, all camel kits are stupid. I'll, you know, anything like this for sport is dumb and unnecessary and should be banned, quite frankly, from any sport, um, whether it's soccer, whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball, all of this should just, it should just be done with. It is one of the stupidest things you can possibly do. Um, and this one, it, and, it, and, and besides that, it's boring. Like this is a boring ass fucking marble kit. I hate it. So there you go. That's 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 me talking about the new TFC uh, camo training top or warm up top or whatever the hell it is they're going to term it as. They're going to wear it and then they won't wear it during the match because that's not what this is. Uh, because of Adidas and because it's Major League Soccer, I'm going to go out on a big limb and assume that every other club is going to have this exact same kit Why with their you? sponsor and crest oh, yeah. on it. Yes. Because nothing says up the army like 30 odd clubs wearing the same random pattern, which Adidas has decided is up the army. Uh, 
I mean, if I had my, if I had my, my will here, uh, the, the people who designed this kit would be, uh, would be the first ones up against the wall where they would be shot by the army because now the army would be working for us as opposed to against us. Uh, it's, it's, uh, this is, <clears throat> this is, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like between MLS and, and Adidas that there's so many regurgitated cut and paste kit designs that come out over the course of the year. Like there's at least I, I've lost count. This might be the fifth, the sixth. I don't, it just doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't and matter I, anymore. And, and the thing is, is that I always go back to that, that while MLS wants to, for the sake of the stands, create, you know, local rivalries and, and almost tribalism, you know, you, you support your city, you support your city, but if everybody's got the same thing, there's nothing unique about your city. There's nothing unique about you. Everybody's got the same Adidas pattern cut shirt. They've got the same three stripes over the shoulder because reasons like it's just the plot is missed, but at the same time too, it's a completely different market than the ones that we follow on a regular. So here was this fucking military pseudo pattern. Sure. Don't know who the audience is. I, with the exception of probably one, probably one. And that's because that gentleman collects literally everything that comes in the form of a Jersey. He's the and, only one. And he doesn't care that so much that this is camo or not camo. It's just that, Oh, I need to get this for a collection. And I get that as a collector, but as a, as a consumer of these things, uh, this is the, this is such an incredible pass. I don't know what situation where I need to be hidden in the, in the, in the winter wearing a short sleeve shirt. I don't know. <laughs> You don't need to be. You don't need to be a completist to be a collector. Some, I mean, some are. People are. Some people are. I some people that. are, That's and I understand that. But um, yeah, yeah, this is crap. Uh, full stop. Um, duly noted. Well done, Kristen. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. <laughs> um, Rich, you're up next. Oh, um, oh, and Rich, whoa, 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 hold on. I just want to throw one more quick thing in about the TFC, which just popped in my head. Uh, it's not about this kit particular. I was going to say, Rich uncorks gasoline. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's sort of the MLS idea. As MLS did a pre-match kit, which sort of had a floral theme to it yeah. a few weeks ago. I'm actually looking yeah. at it. Uh, and I noticed that it was on Adidas's website. You could get it like, te- you can get it team branded for like a hundred bucks, but you could also just get the kit. Like, for 65 bucks Canadian. So like, I'm not even, I'm not, I don't even know what that was, a, what it was about as sort of a design the, or something. Is it the Unity kit? I, I no longer remember because yeah, no. there's, especially this, as Mark pointed out, in the last year or so, there have been so many. Mm. To be to be fair, that the the one that you're talking about. It's there lovely. Was, there's, yeah. there's an, it was nice. so they, I would they, buy it. <laughs> they did these kits with badge and sponsor on it. But and this isn't this doesn't happen often, Brenton. So enjoy. I saw an interview with with Coach Vanny, the other one, um, who was wearing that that particular pattern jacket in a zip up <gasps> oh. with badge, no sponsor. Not every team had those for sale. I, I, I've been to I, a I couple would, websites. I would like that. You can get like Philly's got it, Red Bulls got it, Atlanta's does, got it. Does Minnesota have Kansas it? Kansas City's got it. But 
I haven't seen a Toronto one for sale. I haven't seen a Montreal one for sale. Not that I care, but like, it's not every team is selling those jackets. I saw that and I immediately was ready to whip out the credit card. It's like, I will pay upwards of a hundred dollars to get this zip up with TFC and all these nice little flowers on it. No sponsor, but I couldn't find it. They do have the, they do have it with sponsor. That's just the shirt, but you'll pay an extra. Actually, I think the markup for the, for the, for the badge and the uh, sponsor is like 10, not even 10 bucks from the, their club shop. But anyway, uh, that's not terrible then. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Also apologies, Brent. And I'll let you uh, go back to your introducing. Thanks all too. Um, okay. And next up, uh, Rich uh, is bringing us a fan voting shirt. Um, and which uh, we love. I think we all love that. If you get to vote on a shirt and, uh, and a badge in this case, then damn, that's some, that's some good stuff. Rich, take it away. All right. So uh, some of you might be familiar with, uh, with, the, with the London football club, Clapton Community Football Club. They are a Phoenix, Phoenix uh, breakoff of Clapton Football Club because in 2018, the supporters became disillusioned with the owner of the club and formed their own club. Uh, what happened was uh, the owner of uh, Clapton had uh, decided basically not to pay rent on uh, the ground that they were paying on for a start and got the club actually kicked out of their ground. So they were homeless for several years and playing nowhere close to where actually the club is based in London, Forest Gate. So, so the fans formed their own club. And what's beautiful about this is that the fans are, uh, the fans are sort of up, pro-left in the political spectrum and uh, virulently anti-fascist. And I've probably butchered the pronunciation of virulently. But Kristen's making hand gestures. You at did you. great. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm allowing it. I'm saying you're fine. You're fine. It's all right. We love you. Uh, and so what happened was this season is uh, Clapton had to uh, first uh, change their crest uh, because uh, their old crest, uh, and I'm going to move here to uh, a Clapton kit that I purchased the other year just to get, just, just uh, not... Not, not for the visual aspect of an audio podcast, but more for me knowing the differences between the new crest and the old crest. Uh, so the old crest was uh, sort of that was sort of a bottle cap design. And uh, it had uh, three red stripes and two and three red stripes running uh, vertically and uh, two white stripes. And then underneath it had five stars. Now I did a little digging and uh, Clapton FC won the FA Amateur Cup five times. So it seems that the Phoenix Club were claiming part of the history of the club that they broke off from. So my understanding is they had to do a very quick vote on and change the crest, and it turned out it was for legal reasons. And uh, while doing so, they decided to do a vote on the shirt. Uh, so the crest got flipped to uh, the five stars in the bottom were removed, and the 2018 was added. So to signify the year that the uh, supporters group branched off and formed their own club. And then actually the stripes were actually flipped. So now they're hoops on the crest. I thought it was just a circular crest. It turned out the bottle cap thing has been there the entire time. So onto the kit, uh, there were four choices. Uh, I remember two of them. I actually voted on it because I do, I do pay, I believe I pay 10 pounds a year to be a supporter slash somewhat owner i guess of the club because it's 100 percent fan owned and uh the kit that won is a design which uh 
sort of in an idea. It's based what it's based off of a big flag which sits in the uh, supporters section, and it's a, uh, a a sort of rectangular pattern of various bits of red with white and uh, black in a sort of kind of a sashed design, but not really. I'm 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 hesitant to use the word sash because I know Brenton will uh, get upset. Think of, think he's of already he's ar- think not of, a sash. Think, think of Cubert. Think of Cubert. The problem is, yeah, I, I, I don't remember Cubert. So I will go to what some of the fans have stated Collapses on this kit. Into dust. Yes. Uh, as uh, some people have said, it, it resembles a bus seat, and uh, they mean it as a compliment in a way, because bus kits have become really popular recently. Public transit kits, for some bizarre it. reason, everyone loves it, except love for Kristen, it. who just, just so shook random. her head when I mentioned that word, bus seats. Uh, and it's what they call a maquette pattern, which is a word I just learned before this podcast when I was looking up what the pattern was. And there is actually a pattern on uh, the city, uh, on uh, the 78 bus route in, uh, in London, which has very much similar colors, just running in a slightly different pattern. And uh, I'm assuming, because uh, I'm not an expert on London transit, uh, that the, uh, the 78 bus potentially runs somewhere in the area of Forest Gate and, uh, Clapton, F- and Clapton Community Football Club, because, <laughs> Clapton, because Clapton Football Club, the evil one, now play in Playsto, which is, yeah, somewhere else in London, and uh, they can fuck off. This, this is a fun, this is fun. I love that fans got to vote. Yeah, four options for the badge, four options for the shirt. Um, I think they went with the most boring badge uh, that was on offer. Um, I liked a, a different one. Um, the, the, shirt i think they had a couple other boring options for the shirt so this was kind of the most fun one but i don't actually like they did have they did have the uh the the one which i described it in our in our group chat as uh the um minecraft bilbao kit from that year that bilbao had the like weird blotches of red all over their kit yeah and it was weird that's the one i voted for actually (laughs) <laughs> of course um yeah uh one thing we should note is the uh the three arrows yes uh, yes down the logo so we've got some strong some strong what antifa slash socialist iron slash- front baby if i can yep. if i can jump in uh so- sorry uh, i should have covered that thank you brenton uh that is actually the logo of uh, rage sports who are the kit provider for clapton cfc and several oh. other cu- and several other clubs, uh, much on the lower end of things. Clapton CFC play in the eleventh tier of English football. Uh, Rage Sports are an Italian company, and they are very anti-fascist, which is amazing because they're an Italian company. Uh, they only partner with clubs who are very anti-fascist in leanings. So uh, they, they previously did uh, a kit for another, another very left-wing club uh, called uh, C.S. Lebowski. And yes, it's, 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 it's about the Lebowski and the big Lebowski. Perfect. It's about the dude. And uh, yeah, they are another left-wing club in Italy, and they were doing the kits for those as well. So uh, yeah, Rage Sports are a great kit manufacturer. Uh, I lo- like the kit I have is the, old, is the uh, Clapton Away kit in front of the me no, right now yeah. which is the no parasans 
pass around. Pass around. Yes, I am the most unilingual man on the planet. We've I been know, over this multiple times. Thank dude, you for correcting. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, it's based <laughs> off of the. Uh, it's based off of the flag and the. Uh, based off of the Second Republic flag from the uh, Spanish Civil War and also uh, the logo of the Internationale Brigade who fought on behalf of Republicans in the Spanish-American, in the Spanish Civil War, not the Spanish-American War. Jesus. All right, I'll open it back up. <laughs> um, I, 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 I absolutely adore this kit. I, I, it's stunning. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I, I tend to like, everything that they've done so far as a club um insanely jealous of rich for having the no pastoran kit um and have been since he got it uh i do recall being actually angry that he had it so there's that um but this is this is fantastic um one because it's a, a fans chose wisely um and i'm just looking at the kit not necessarily the badge but the kit itself beautifully beautifully designed um i love that i I didn't realize that the the Iron French inspired logo was by the kit designer. That's great. That's amazing. I'm on board fully for that. And if this doesn't cost a fortune when it comes out, I will buy it. Let let me know, Kristen, because I might be putting it in an order when it releases. Yep. You once we know prices, we will talk because yep. I want this. Um I'm I may be in as well, size notwithstanding. Uh that's I, it gives it gives me big ASCII art vibes, and I'm weirdly yes. here for that. And I mean, I realize ASCII art really didn't have that this many shades of red, so it's highly unlikely. But um, yeah, I can't I can't unsee them as cursor blocks, and I have an affinity towards that. So uh, also, it's it is a smashing kit. It's a nice kit. Um, I feel like it it'll look it'll look actually pretty sweet from a distance. Like if you were to you were a supporter of Clapton. You went to the games and you saw them running around. And I was like, actually, this is, it's not as absurd as it looks up close because it's a bit absurd, but I'm, I'm here for it. Excellent find. It is a bit absurd, but uh, pretty fun. I like to think it's fun. Um, I think that's a great segue actually to uh, some shirts that you're going to bring for us, Mark, which also mm. are a bit absurd and fun. Yeah. So uh, thank you. I would like to talk about the Macron Squiggle Fest, that is Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace has released three new kits, uh, blue and red stripes, home, uh, a white away, and a black third, all of which featured this squiggle. And before I do a deep dive in the, into the descriptions, uh, big white cuffs in the ringer collar, each having a thin red-blue stripe within it, are uniform across all three kits, the exact same, and I kind of like it. Um, the home kit has the typical red and blue stripes with a actually a kind of a darker blue underneath it. Um, and it comprises the squiggle pattern that goes all the way through. Um, and I, and I, I think it looks actually great with the, with the collar and the cuffs. Uh, this is definitely on my uh, want list for this season. Uh, the away kit, it's a white, white plain, well, most uh, plain, but it's mostly white kit with a single red and blue squiggle stripe that goes right down the middle from collar down to the hem. Uh, the third one um, is a red and blue squiggle that makes up a sash, trying to get that lucrative Brenton demographic. Um, as a set, I love them. I'm 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 not I'm more patient on the white and the black kits as far as wanting wanting the whole thing, uh, and I may take my chances at the end of the season for that. But that home kit, I kind of want that sooner than later. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring it up wasn't so much that this is a set, and I love a set every once in a while in Palace. 
has had a lot of sets of kits in the last couple seasons, but it's the squiggle I want to make uh, mention. Now, what was funny is as I was trying to go find uh, the the kit that I wanted to reference, um, a, a website that we all regularly frequent did an entire article on it. So they kind of beat me to it, but they also saw it. That squiggle pattern that Crystal Palace has is pretty damn close, if not exactly to a Hyduke split away kit from last year. The big difference would be um, instead of the, uh, say, the straight cut cuff cuts on the Palace one, uh, they had a Hyduke had a Raglan cut, which actually kind of looks a little better seeing those squiggles go further up the shoulder towards the neck. But also to Dundee, Dundee, regular Dundee, not that United stuff. Yeah, not that other has got uh, also a squiggle pattern uh, stripey kit, but instead of it being red and blue, it's kind of like a light bluish aqua-ish and white. Um, I I already have that on my hope list for for this season. Um, I kind of dig it. Collar's a bit different too with with both High Duke and with uh, with uh, Dundee, but uh, um, I I really kind of I really kind of hoped. I mean. It's mixed. I really like the squiggles and I really like how Macron did all these squiggles, but with that Dundee one, if the, uh, if the blue was a little more tealy, this would have been a wonderful homage to um, a generic fast food cups, which I feel is really overlooked in the homage department. Um, I'm just going to quickly jump. I, I, I really like it. I think it's a little bit different. Um, I like, I always like different takes on, on stripes and, uh, but unusually, unusual for me, uh, I want the one with the sash. Like if I was going to have one of these three, that's the one I want. I think it, I just like the way it stands out. I like the way the squiggle looks in the sash band. Um, and I also just, I love a good black kit, but I, that's the one that I would go for. But it's great uniformity across all three kits for the club to have, you know, this is clearly their identity uh, for the season. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it's, I liked, I liked the three kits a whole lot more when I thought it was just, uh, Macron doing, uh, something fun with crystal palace. Uh, I like it slightly less knowing that it's, uh, going to feature across several other clubs. I think the Hadrick split home kit is probably the best of the, uh, is probably the best looking of the bunch, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. It's fun. And Crystal Palace have been interesting and fun for the last few years. Roy Hodgson notwithstanding. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a fair point. I'm with, I'm with Kristen. I love the black one. Um, and, you know, I mean, not just because of the sash. Resident sashist. But um, I, partly because the sash is full shoulder to, full shoulder to him. Um, but also because of the black and white the way that the black and white and then has that shock of color, uh, the shock of the two colors down it. So I think that stand, that really stands out for me. Um, but all in all, I think like, I love that this is a really coherent set. And you're right, like Crystal Bowles have been doing that and it looks great. Uh, the sponsor, the difference in the sponsors, <clears throat> how they've rendered them across the two um, and incorporated them looks really great. This is, this is great stuff. Yeah, Brenton, I believe, I believe you're up with... Uh with a kit which is uh just been released everyone's favorite team uh arsenal uh which we're going um and i just uh partly uh so this is me so arsenal just released their away kit for next year 
it's a black and gold number, which has been done really well um, uh, by other teams for a few years now. I think this is particularly great. It's it's a it's black and dark gray, a slate, uh, sublimated AFC AFCs all over, in with a black collar and cuff. Not enough cuff and collar for my liking, but so it goes. Uh, but then the gold uh, logos and whatnot. Is um, that gold or rose gold? Wanting, uh, that's gold. That's a nice gold. I was calling it copper. Because, copper because I was going to say, because I've seen that and I've seen, I've seen that done with uh, other clubs where it was more gold. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely not like the bright gold that you've seen on like Real Madrid or LAFC or things like that. Yeah, um, okay. I love that the, the, the release, they did it with a uh, Black Lives Matter activist in Orlando, which I think is pretty interesting, pretty cool. Um, with a, like a, an Arsenal, like an Arsenal Florida fan or whatever that, that uh, and so they, they debuted it at their friendly against Orlando the other night, which I love. Um, and I've been wanting a black and gold shirt for a while. And, and so, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to jump in. Sorry. Uh, considering I jumped in during the description. Uh, this is a fantastic take on LAFC's away kit from last season. Uh, but unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, much like most, uh, most takes, it's not as good as the original. Uh, I would have, I would have preferred, uh, I, I love the idea of the black lives matter movement and bringing in fans from, uh, from Orlando. I would have much preferred them to have possibly used people associated with the movement in the area of London where the club plays, but yeah, other than that, it's, other than that, it's a lovely kit. It's, it's black and rose gold. It's not black and gold. But According yeah. to the description on the Adidas site, it is bronze. Just Ooh. putting that out there. Bronze. 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 Oh. There we go. Arsenal. Arsenal. Nice Arsenal. Arsenal striving hard for third. For third yep, I was just about to make that joke. If, hey, if we get third place, I will happily celebrate that trophy. Um, I, I will say like, um, the AFC pattern is, is actually quite interesting. Um, um, it's, it's almost Geiger-esque, uh, it, it, like Ooh, I, I see what they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Uh, I don't know if it's back of it, like on a kit nice, but I give, I, I like, I like it when a designer comes up with an idea and somebody goes, you know what, go with it. Let's just see how this plays out. And that's kind of what this feels like. Nothing wrong with it. It's just like. I don't know if that was the right place for that, that design, but I'm glad they used it. Um, and as far as the color goes, I would like, the, like I, the the photos. Who knows how how touched up they are? Some of the some of the bronze looks really red. Some of it looks really faded. I'm hoping it leans more to the red part of bronze than than than, than the yellow part of bronze. But uh, um, as a color combination, it's great. And I'm and I weirdly appreciate the fact that they didn't go with bronze uh, shoulder stripes. I think it being white would have washed out. It would have kind of dulled everything and, and it just needed something else to play off of the contrast. So as far uh, I, I, as you know, I hate Arsenal. I do enjoy Arsenal kits. Uh, this isn't one of their better ones, but it's not hate worthy by any means. It's a nice, it's, it's decent. It's a decent kit. For me, who also hates Arsenal, um this is uh actually one of their more tolerable kits and um probably because it's not red i i i'm 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 serious i'm dead serious like that's a big part of it um i like the i like the pattern um i do wish it had 
a better collar. I think it would make it stand out a bit more as an actual kit. To me, this is almost, and again, I sort of, part of it is getting used to maybe MLS style warm-up kits. That's just what it, it gives a little bit of presence to. But, you know, the bronze or rose gold or whatever the fuck it is, is a little bit different. So I like that. No, you know what? It's not, I don't instantly hate it as a kit. Um, I would never own it or wear it. But you know what? I like the color combination. Um, I think it has, uh, I think it has some style. So I can, it'll be popular. I bet you it'll be really popular. I believe it's already sold out on Adidas's website. In most of the sizes, yeah. And uh, that moves us on happily to our next, uh, next segment, which is a new segment for us. We're going to explore it just briefly today, which is uh, the segment, So I Did a Thing. And uh, for us, that means uh, someone bought a shirt or something else. Sometimes Rich buys uh, fleets and boots or however you want to say it. But leading nicely on, um, I bought that Arsenal Away black bronze shirt just uh just the other day and um i am really i'm really happy about it like i said i've been wanting a black uh a black blackout whatever you know like that blackish kit um for a long time and when i first looked a while ago it was sold out on adidas.ca and so i looked at arsenal.com and it was going to be 180 dollars with the uh shipping and uh, duty and taxes and fees and all that. So no way in hell I'm doing that. And I was like, ah, I guess I'm not buying that shirt this year. And then randomly just decided to check Adidas Canada's site the other night and they had restocked with sizes. And I thought, I'm never gonna get this again. <clears throat> never gonna, so uh, I hit purchase and uh, it's flying my way. I'm really happy with this. I've never bought a brand new Arsenal shirt Oh, congratulations. Um, well done. And pretty stoked about that. And uh, so for, for posterity, uh, the price on Arsenal Canada, or uh, sorry, on, on Adidas Canada, $110. And then, uh, and then taxes made it $123. Um, and then free shipping from Adidas. So that's uh, my purchase price for a, a brand new Arsenal shirt. Final, pr- final prices will vary depending on what province of Canada you're ordering from. <laughs> yeah, true. Good, good, oh, good. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, there. That's it. That's that's our segment. Uh, well so done. I did a thing. Next up, we've got uh, just something to to wrap us up for the day. Um, this is a segment we like to call "Anything Else from the World of Soccer." We've got uh, we've got Rich. What do you got? Anything for us? Yes. Uh, as he says, yes twice. Uh, so my hometown club, Sheffield United, featured in the Grail section. The ownership group. Uh, we have a group called uh, that. Our, our club is part of five other clubs called United World. We signed a sponsorship agreement for all five clubs with Araya for new kits. Today, we played our final preseason game. There's still no kits. We don't know what the kits are going to look like. Bearshot, uh, the Belgian club who are part of the group, they have their kits already. They're very nice. <sighs> I would like to know what our kits look like because apparently they're going to be bespoke designed because we are one of the big clubs that array a sort of sponsor as opposed to back when we were the Adidas and it was, you get the choice of this or this. So I'm hopeful, but I just wish we had it already. And I mean, seems like a reasonable thing to want, to want before you head into your season. Um, Kristen, do you have anything for us? Um, I do. And actually I lied about what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about uh, 
Electric City FC's kits, which are stunning, and you should just go look them up from League One Ontario. But because shortly after we finish recording, France are playing in Euro, I just want to talk about the French kits uh, briefly. Uh, look them up. They're gorgeous, gorgeous, as always. I don't know how France does this year in, year out, but they rarely put a foot wrong. And this year's, oh, like, I want so badly. I'm trying to remember what that is in French, and my brain just tricks. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, they're stunning. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Look up the, uh, the French kits uh, for the current squad. And um, yeah, and if also, if you're not watching Women's Euro, the fuck is wrong with you? It's been stellar. Yes, it has. And uh, that, yeah, home, that, that. that home kit, uh, J'adore. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm a man from South Yorkshire, and I very nearly pulled the trigger on that kit. Uh, so you have to understand how good that kit is for an English person to buy a French kit. There you go. Mark, what do you got for us? So, yeah. So while we were setting this up, I was just quickly doing a dive into uh, kit releases, and I stumbled across Tranmere Rovers, a team that you never think about, and they released their away kit, and it is teal, aqua, and tan trim. And if you're having a hard time imagining what that looks like, go hit their website, apparently trfcshop.co.uk, and you will see that color combination. And if you're like me, you're wavering between hard want and absolutely love. I've never seen this color combination before. I don't know why we haven't seen it earlier. And here we are in the present. What a day, what a time to be alive. It looks stunning. That's how it looks. Uh, yeah, if, uh, yeah, I would, I would happily own this. That's, that is really fun. Uh, I love it. Yeah, um, no, I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm well on board with that kit. Uh, well, well done, Mills, who have created that for Tranmere. Well done. Danny Mills. Awesome. <laughs> Good for him. Um, and last up, uh, my thing is, uh, it's not even a, a fun thing. It's that my local team, uh, Pacific FC, are playing in the CONCACAF something. I honestly can never keep track of what they're doing. I um, don't know either. Isn't it the Champions they're playing, League? They're playing um, uh, Jamaican team Waterhouse FC, who in the past have had some stellar shirts, uh, white, uh, blue, light blue, and yellow, and stripes and sashes and half and halves and all these things. Um, and they're coming up to play in Victoria on August 2nd. I'm hoping to get down for that. Even contacted the team about maybe buying a shirt from them if they were, uh, if they were available. And then I looked at their shirts and they are terrible and they are as boring. They are a blank blue and a blank yellow uh, with, uh, with one sponsor, one and a half sponsors and, and the badge. And that is it. So that is my big disappointment that I can't celebrate uh, Pacific's entry into the CONCACAF stuff with, uh, with a terrible, terrible <laughs> Jamaican shirts. Way to bring the show down, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I had such high hopes. Was, you should have uh, left. You should. We, we should have led with yours, Brenton, for the yeah. start. Of this. Yeah, Brenton. Way to, way to bring the room down. Yeah, Brenton. Classic, classic Brenton. Classic Brenton. Brenton. Yeah. Well, on that down note, um, that's a wrap for us today here on episode two, the difficult second episode. Um, we'll leave it to the fans to decide whether whether this was uh, a difficult second episode. Or just like continuing on the classic quality that we've always had here at Kit Nerd Corner. Go find us on Twitter. 
share us all the cool shirts that you want, uh, that you lust after, that you think are funny, that you want to burn, that anything that you already you own, that you already own, that you love. Show us your collections. Um, yeah, hit us up there. Uh, Kristen, you are, what are you on Twitter? At KZ Knowles on the Twitter, actually, on the entire internet, but yes. On the internet? It's true. Wonderful. It's everywhere. Uh, Rich, uh, you're on Twitter. What are you? Uh, I am at T at halftime, like the beverage. And if I could just very quickly hijack what Kristen said about watching the Euros, watch the Euros. And also, tomorrow, Tour de France Femme starts. Watch the Femme, because it's going to be exceptional. Game recording. <laughs> Mark, uh, you are, uh, you're great. Mark, you're great. What are you, where are people finding you on Twitter? Stop. I'm not even paying you to say this. Uh, you can find me at KitNerdMark. That's both on the Twitter and on the Instagram. If you want to see my, uh, my dumb little collection. By dumb, it, it's awesome. And by little, it's not. So please check it out. Awesome. And I'm Caps Offside on the Twitters. And would love to chat with anyone about this stuff. Thanks all. And good night.